0: You're listening to Alpha Health and Wellness Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Haley Schaff, where I'm here to empower you to become the alpha of your health. Welcome back to another episode. It is a blustery, gloomy, cold day here in New York and I am just joined by the animals. Tala is on the couch that I have in the office and Rush, my little Maine Coon rescue is right on the chair next to me. And we are just going to be bringing you guys kind of an episode from the heart and just kind of sharing some updates that I've got going on. I'm doing a ton of recording today, so I'm just updated a fertility, preconception, and pregnancy module for my online hormone course. We are almost coming up to a year that the hormone course has been launched, so I'm going to be planning a just exciting anniversary sale for that. I am planning some really awesome things within my online membership. I'm going to be having a parasite and gut protocol coming to that very soon. I'm probably going to be working on that either later today after I do the podcast or tomorrow. I haven't quite decided yet. I've just been really busy. I've got a lot of fun interviews planned. I have some interviews on Thursday, Friday. Um, I've got them booked out for a few weeks, so you guys will be definitely, definitely having lots of experts that you can come on and learn from. So you can kind of just be a break from me sometimes and get some different opinions on things, which I think is really important. Um, let's see what else is going on. What else is going on? So um, otherwise, um, I really wanted to, at first I was like, I don't even really want to record a podcast today. I don't know what I want to talk about. Meanwhile, I have probably a laundry list of different things that I know that I could talk about, but sometimes it's almost analysis of that paralysis of analysis. Like you just think, Oh my gosh, what am I going to talk about? What is going to help? What do, what does everybody want to hear? And so I decided that I am going to come on and I want to chat about something that's really, really helped mine and Nick's routine. Um, and that is our nighttime routine. And that's something that. God, it's just so incredibly powerful. So that's what I'm going to be talking about today because nighttime routines, I think are really important. A lot of people, when I ask, "Would you have a nighttime routine? They're like, um, no, I'm literally just cleaning up and then I go to bed and, you know, I think it doesn't have to be fancy or crazy, but I do think kind of establishing some type of routine at night is one, something that we can look forward to after a busy, crazy day. I know yesterday, I like didn't even speak when home. I was just so tired. I, I was on, I had patients in the morning and then consults all afternoon. And by that time I, my brain is just dead. So I know that I need to be able to honor myself to recharge myself, you know, re- really kind of create that little fun self care that I can do every day. You know, we go to like these wellness spas and we just feel so amazing after them, right? Like, so Nick and I actually went to one on Friday and it was amazing. It was at the ends of Aurora, which is on Cayuga Lake. And it's just incredibly gorgeous. And they had a hydrotherapy there. So we would go in the steam room and then we'd go in a cold plunge and then we'd sit in one of the hot tubs inside or outside. And then we'd go in a cold plunge and then we'd sit in the sauna and then we'd go in a cold plunge. And then we just started like drinking our herbal tea. We're just kind of like lounging. You know, chatting with each other or just kind of almost being in like this meditative space. And I think of like all these different benefits that we can get from these really expensive spas and stuff that we go to right and kind of how Carly Brown had mentioned when she came on and she was going to these integrative cancer clinics, there's a lot of things that we can do at home for free or for minimal cost, right? So she was talking about like her coffee enemas, her detoxing, her sweating, all those types of things. And so I kind of like to take the feeling that I have after I go to a spa and how it's amazing. um, And I kind of like to almost give myself that feeling every single night. And so every single night it's a little bit different, but typically, you know, we make a healthy meal, you know, we eat, we eat fairly early. We probably between like 5.30 and six, Then we take the dog out and this is actually very good for the dog. Um, We got the book, The Forever Dog, and it's written by an amazing, amazing physician, uh, veterinary physician and um, her husband. And um, it's kind of talking about how like dogs' health is very similar to ours, like, you know, how it's important to like regulate their circadian rhythm by getting outside in the morning and at nighttime and anyways, that's really important. This is something that we always do, and even if it's raining, we put a raincoat on, we grab an umbrella, I put my rain boots on, and we just go. Even if it's just for like a half a mile or a mile, you know, we go for a little bit of a walk. Luckily, our neighborhood is lit up, so post dinner walks is one something that's amazing for digestion. It's very restorative. It really helps just kind of like make sure you're getting your digestive process going because we do not want to be eating close to bedtime. Ideally, you want to be finished eating about three hours before you'd like to go to bed. So if you go to bed at 10, you want to be done by seven because when we are sleeping, our body doesn't want to have to worry about really doing hard digestion. It wants to do that prior to sleep so that we can actually get into a restorative and deep sleep and really detox and recycle our hormones and all those really great things that our body can't do if it's focused on digestion. So we typically finish eating around 6ish, we clean up, right? Like I I think that's also a huge thing. Like I don't want to wake up the next morning and see dishes in the sink and like the counter all crazy. So that's like a huge stress-free thing is like we just kind of clean up a little bit, make it nice and tidy and that's a huge stress reliever so that I don't have to look at a dirty house um in the morning or at night. You know, we go on probably 15 to 40 minute walk, depending on the weather, depending on how we're feeling, all that kind of stuff. Regulate our circadian rhythm, give ourselves some digestive support. And it's just also a really nice time that we catch up about our day. We talk about things we're thankful for. We talk about, I do a lot of manifesting on my walks. Like I talk a lot about goals that I have for my practice and like how I want to help serve people. And I don't know, it's just like probably one of my favorite parts of the day is my walk with the dog and my husband. It's something I really look forward to. Um, so we do that and then I come back and I will go in the infrared sauna for about 20 to 30 minutes. We have the sunlight and sauna. I actually just partnered with them so that I can get people who are looking for one a discount because they are, I understand they're expensive. It's definitely an investment. And so I'm excited to partner with them. I'm actually going to have someone from sunlight and on the podcast in December, the beginning of December to chat all about all the benefits, but so typically when I'm in the sauna, I bring in some herbal tea. I will bring in whatever book I'm reading. I'll throw on some 432 hertz, which is just kind of like a really restorative type music. I you can get it on Apple, Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, whatever other things you can get sound on. Um and, you know, sometimes Nick and I are in together. Sometimes if he didn't train in the morning, he'll do like a quick workout at night, but I'm always sitting in the sauna for at least 20 to 30 minutes and just kind of like decompressing from the day, really being off my phone. So I'm pretty much off my phone, like my phone curfew in terms of at least social media starts at about seven, sometimes 7:30. Um, so I am not going on Instagram. I'm not going on Facebook. I'm not checking my email. And I, I do kind of need to say this out loud because I need to just remember to be firm in that. Like, I don't need to answer somebody's email at 730 at night. I'm going to probably get to it the next morning. Um, so setting a phone curfew, I think, is really important and I think is a really sound part of a nighttime routine. It's You're telling your body we're done. We're getting into restorative and replenishing mode. And you can't be replenishing when we are just constantly consuming and still diving into, you know, all the things that we've been doing throughout the day. So that's just a good reminder for me. I put it away a little early, you know, last night I was on the phone with my brother and my dad, and I'm not going to be like, all right, you guys, I can't talk to you because this is my phone curfew. I'm not scrolling through social medias. I'm talking to them. I was just talking to them. Um, so like if someone texts me, you know, like a family member, I'll answer it, but that's more of like a social media curfew. Um, so then, I'm in the sauna for about 20, 30 minutes. Sometimes if I really want some extra, I'll come up and I'll run a hot Epsom salt bath. Um, So if you don't have a sauna, you could always do an Epsom salt bath in place of that. Um, Otherwise, I'll just kind of take a shower, do my nighttime skincare routine, take my contacts out, like do my castor oil pack. And then honestly, we have rarely been going back downstairs to watch TV. We do not have a TV in our room a bedroom is for sleeping and that's sleeping and sex that's what a bedroom's for it's not for you're not meant to like i i think that's a big reason why people's circadian rhythms are so off is because of the TVs that we put in our bedroom and so we are not watching TV in our bedroom and sometimes you know if we are into something or like during postseason baseball we'll sometimes go down and watch like a baseball game but um we're not typically going back downstairs and watching TV. Cause at about this point, it's probably like eight o'clock ish. And I don't know. I, I don't find that I get very good sleep when I watch things that are very stimulating. There was another on Sunday night, we were watching, Oh, silence of the lambs. Cause we had read that book in a class that we were in an undergrad together. And I made him watch the movie. I made him join this class. Nick joined this class. He hates reading. We had to read probably like 10 books, he hates reading. And so that I just saw that was on and I was like, Oh, let's watch it. Cause this was a book that we had to read. And that was a bad mistake. So it took me a while to wind down. And luckily I still had a good recovery. The next day I was able to still get through good sleep, but I do find how stressful TV can affect me. And so that's just something that I would pay attention to for you. If you are like someone who's watching the news or, watching something stressful or stimulating before you go to bed, um, how it can affect you. I know that when we were watching a show that we were really into and it was just really intense, like it was just really hard for me to then go upstairs and be like, okay, now we're falling asleep. Whereas when I'm going in the sauna and I'm reading, and then I'm coming upstairs, I'm doing my castor oil pack, my skincare, like all still very restorative and stress-free. Then I'll usually just pick my book up in bed and I'll just read in bed until like eight 9 o'clock. And then I'm just so exhausted that I don't want to be indulging in a book anymore. Whereas a TV is just so much more extra stimulation. So it's not to say that we don't watch TV. I mean, we definitely do, especially more so on the weekends. I feel like we don't watch, we don't watch much of it on the week. Um, I just, I just really don't like the way sometimes how it stimulates me. So I just found that to be really, really enjoy. Like sometimes Nick and I will just, we'll just lay in bed and we'll just talk about things or we'll just like laugh at the dog or laugh at the cat or just, you know, talk about things. And it's just another way of connecting instead of, okay, now that I've put my phone curfew in place, now I need something else to take its place in terms of stimulation. So the TV can do that, you know? And I just, I just have found a lot more connection with my husband, a lot more just de-stress, honestly. I mean, I love what I do more than anything, but it's definitely can be stressful working with so many people and, you know, doing, putting out so much content and wondering like what I'm going to do next and, you know, it can be stressful. And so for me, it's really a non-negotiable to have this type of routine that I can look forward to at night and unwind so that when that five 30, alarm goes off, which most days I wake up before it, I'm ready to go. And I'm not even worried about getting that extra five to 10 minutes. Cause I'm feeling rested, restored. My, you know, my muscles are all recovered so that I, if I'm training that day, I can go in and have a good workout. And so I just tend to find that really, really enjoying, um, and for us sometimes, or most times I'll diffuse like a, just a calming essential oil. I do have a diffuser in the bedroom, so I'll do something like lavender or the adaptive blend from doTERRA, which is, it's amazing. It's like an orange, Oh, it's so, it's so good. I feel like just even just thinking of it makes me calm. Cause I just love that. I can like remember the smell. So that's kind of, you know, honestly, our nighttime routine, um, you know, sometimes we'll do some stretching or yoga. Like, well, when we're up in the bedroom, what, like, you know, after we've showered and kind of everything, just kind of really working on low, low energy, low, low impact low stress activities is really important. Um, and I found a really huge improvement. I've noticed a really large improvement with my deep and REM sleep, which I track through whoop. So last night, for instance, let's see if I can pull it up here. So last night after our little spa night, every night is a spa night for us. Um, because that's just our routine. I pretty much average around two to two and a half hours of REM and two to two and a half hours of deep, which definitely more than average. A lot of people really hover around light sleep, which light sleep is still super important, but we do want to focus more on deep sleep and REM sleep. REM sleep is where we're dreaming. Deep sleep is where we're getting all that like restorative and detox ability. So I try, I really like being able to track that because then I can see what activities I did that day or like what activities I might've done before bedtime and like how that might've affected my body. And I know that these are things that sometimes people are just like, yeah, does it really make a difference? And honestly, I can tell you that it does. I can tell a difference in myself if I'm watching something stressful and then trying to go to bed, or if I'm just like having a really Zen night, that's low technology and how I feel the next day and like what my heart rate variability is doing, what my, what my recovery is, how I'm feeling just mentally, I can tell a huge difference. I'm much more able to show up that next day with my business, with, I work with people. Sometimes I'm, I'm doing stuff like, you know, between six, six thirty 30 in the morning. So I, I need to be on. Um, and I, and I feel good like that. But because I get up early and I have to kind of turn it on early, that's why I do wind down so early. So you don't need to apologize if that's you, because I think that's totally fine. Um, but I kind of just challenge you to take a look at your nighttime routine. Um, we know the impacts that melatonin has on the body. Melatonin is a master antioxidant. It's incredibly protective against things like breast cancer. So I'm trying to protect my melatonin, um, as best as I can. So that's really why I try to do very low low lights. Like I'm just got a lot of pink salts and lamps and not a lot of like overhead lights um that could be taking away from melatonin and not a lot of blue light. So now it's kind of your homework to see like what does your nighttime routine look like? How do you feel when you wake up in the morning? Do you feel energized and recharged, or do you feel like you could still keep sleeping, like you're not fully energized. And I think a lot of that has to do with what we're doing to prepare ourselves before we go into sleep um, and before we go into like that restful mode. So kind of just take a little, you know, take an inventory of what you're doing and, and see how it's working for you and try out different things. Like I said, I know when it's harder for me to fall asleep or harder to wind down, I can take a look and be like, oh yeah, that definitely wasn't serving me or oh wow, that really stimulates me more than I thought. So take a look at those things because... I think that nighttime routine is a really, really important part of health. And I hope that you guys can share with me some things that you've added into doing or things that, you know, maybe resonate you that you want to do message me on Instagram. I hope that after you listen to this, you message me and you're like, Hey, you know, I really need to work on this, or I'm so excited to add this in because, you know, this is something that I've been wanting to do and maybe you motivated me to do it or whatever. I mean, tell me what your experience is with kind of make doing a makeover of your nighttime routine and see how you feel. And let me know how you feel, because I'd love to know, because we're all a little bit different, but I think these principles can definitely benefit you in one way or another. So let me know what you find. I am look forward to hearing from you and I hope that you enjoyed this episode. I will see you guys next week.